Chapter 8. The Death of Edward the Confessor Edith sat at her husband's bedside, quietly holding a cold cloth to the old king's head to cool his terrible fever. Edward, 63 years old now, was living his final few minutes. Gathered in his room were just his wife, the priest, and Harold Godwinson. Although Edward was proud of his steady rule of England, it was the future that he thought of, as he said in a strained voice to his wife, May God be gracious to this, my wife, for she has always stood by my side. His pale eyes moved slowly to Harold as he whispered, I commend this woman and all the kingdom to your protection. Serve and honour her as your lady and sister, and never despoil her for as long as she lives. It was his final breath. The priest led a prayer over the body of the great king, and all three of the onlookers kneeled before the body, the smell of incense and opportunity hanging in the air. Harold wasted no time and called a council in which he declared with certainty that the dead King Edward had given him the throne of England. Edith and the priest confessed to each other that they couldn't be sure of this because Edward's words had been quite muddled. Mostly he just seemed to be concerned about Edith's safety, but both decided not to say any of this to Harold. After all, Harold was Edith's sister, and so she stood to gain by remaining in the royal family. Harold insisted that the following day, January the 6th, would be the day of his coronation, and no one was brave enough to suggest that maybe it was a bit quick and that the old king should be laid to rest before. In fact, Edward's funeral and Harold's coronation both took place on the same afternoon, and suddenly England had a new king, who was related only by marriage to the previous one. Harold had no royal blood. Across the channel, William was thrown into a rage and kicked a suit of armour in his palace to the ground with an almighty crash. His messenger brought him news of the new King of England, and William called Lamfranc at once. Edward is dead, but the following day there's a new king, he shouted at Lamfranc, the very man who promised on the relics of Rouen to support my claim to the throne. The very same man has taken the throne for himself. He's prized the crown out of the dead king's hands, and God knows that he will pay for this lie. It was a promise made before God. Lamfranc, who was an altogether calmer man than William, wrote at once to the Pope, Alexander II, informing him of this act against God. The Pope responded quickly, informing William that, if he were to invade England and take the throne for himself, he would have the Pope's blessing. William would be able to take the papal banner itself into battle with the full confidence that he would have the power of God on his side. William called his half-brothers Odo and Mortain, and they agreed an invasion was necessary.